The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co host, Adam Spees. And today is the penultimate episode of the round of 32 in our TTT patron tournament. In one corner, he used to be a ninja, but now he is a lawyer. He's Catholic Ninja Lawyer. It's Will S. Dennison Esquire. His own theme song. I love it. Yes. That's a very obscure reference to a Saturday Night Live skit called Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. Phil Hartman. Will, welcome welcome back to the show and let the folks at home know a little bit about you. Well, thank you very much for that warm caveman-ish welcome. I am Will. I am indeed a Catholic defense attorney ninja. I live about 60 miles northwest of Chicago, and uh, I'm very, very happy to be here for the uh, first ever TTT theme episode, All Saved by the Bell. (laughs) (laughs) All Saved by the Bell. Uh, Oddly enough, it would actually be our second theme episode. Actually, our third. Third. We did a Weird Al Al one, and we did the Marvel DC one. Marvel DC one, which was our number one. Uh, In the other corner, you won't have him to kick around anymore, gentlemen, because he is not a crook. It is tricky Nikki Groves. What's going on? <laughs> Nick, welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Uh, I am, uh, my name is Nick Groves. I am from just outside of Washington, D.C. I run a trivia company here in D.C. called District Trivia. Um, I am also a uh, pseudo regular on Trivial Warfare. Uh, and I do a lot of trivia related things. Um, and I can tell you this. If this is the all Saved by the Bell episode and you allow me to use Google, I think I have a shot. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Before we get started, I of course want to know our contenders just a little bit more, and uh, since I recently saw one, it just kind of got me thinking, gentlemen, what is your favorite film that involves the Vietnam War? Well, I'll go ahead and go first because I see... uh the wheels turning in Nick's head. Um, I, uh, I'll tell you, uh, when I turned my uh, camera on and uh, my microphone on, I was very tempted to say, good morning, throwback trivia takedown. So I'll say good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. All right. 
That's a very good choice. Uh, I'm I'm going to go on a slightly different tack. I'm going with Kong Skull Island. <laughs> That's an that is a choice. <laughs> yeah, Nick that wants to go is... second. <laughs> that was a strategic choice. <laughs> this is or uh, uh, what else? Uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. That's a good one. I, good one is not the right <laughs> word. <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, all right. Ser- serious answer, though. Uh, Watchmen. Yes, serious answer. I think from uh, from a concept of uh, alternate universe and uh, superhero movie and the combination of, uh, you know, sort of the film noir concept uh, in regards to both of those two things. Uh, I think that was kind of a cool way to go about it. I agree that it was definitely a cool way to go about it. And I do like the movie The Watchmen. But if put them in front of me. I'm going Robin Williams every time. I mean, that's let's be honest. That was the winning answer. He got to it first, <laughs> so I had to go in the other yeah. direction. Uh, all right, Will, let's start us off. What category would you like? Uh, I'm going to start with uh, sports. Ooh, sports deportes. And it's the 70s. In 1975, what future Hall of Famer made history as the first black manager in the MLB when he became the player manager for the Cleveland Indians? No relation to number 42. Brooks Robinson? Brooks Robinson is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? Can, can I go with last name only? In this case, no, I would ask. Oh. <laughs> well, on, I eliminated now. one for you. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, so then the only, the only other option I could think of off the top of my head would be Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson is correct. Uh, he actually has a nickname, an unknown nickname. People call him Wozniak. <laughs> These darn fifty-fifties. All right, Nick, you got the steal right off the bat, and you get to pick your next category or your first category, really. Uh, let's go with movies. All right, and your decade will be the eighties. In Back to the Future, what brand of underwear is Marty McFly wearing when he gets hit by the car? Uh, I'm gonna go with Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein is correct. All right, we're over to Will. What category would you like? Oh, my gosh. Does it even matter? I'm going to say TV. Of course you are. The decade is the 90s. <laughs> okay. In the TV show Blossom, Joey Lawrence's character gets, a, gets accepted to Arizona State University, but he turns it down to play what sport professionally? Joey turns down admission to ASU to play a professional sport. Yes. I remember very, very little about this show. I remember his catchphrase and and his name and Blossom's name, and that is about it. Oh, and that girl, it was like 789 or whatever her name is. <laughs> I, I know it's six. It was a joke. But thank you, Nick. Um, what would he do professionally? I'm going to say surfing. Surfing is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? I do not at all remember. I mean, I remember the show, obviously. Um, I don't remember what sport. I, if you had asked ASU, wouldn't have gotten it. The only sport that high schoolers go immediately into professionally would either be basketball or baseball. And Joey definitely wasn't a star center for the L.A. Lakers <laughs> on that show. Uh, so I'm going to go with baseball. Baseball is correct. Oh, oh man. <laughs> All Good game. Right. I'll see you guys next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick got the steal, and it's your turn to pick. Oh, jeez. Um, let's go with literature. 
That is a 20-point deduction right there for mispronouncing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wrong show, Nick. Uh, it's the 90s again. What 1999 book by journalist Mark Bowden documents efforts by the Unified Task Force to capture Somali faction leader Mohamed Farad Adid in 1993 and resulting resulted in the Battle of Mogadishu between the U.S. forces and Adid's militia? Uh, the only thing that could possibly, the only thing that comes to mind is Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down is correct. All right, Will, let's get some points on the board for you. What would you like? Uh, I think Nick wants to steal music. (laughs) (laughs) And your decade is the 60s. What infamous, infamous producer is credited with creating the wall of sound technique? where dense orchestration, dense orchestration was used to improve the sound coming through the radios and jukeboxes of the time. He died in 2021 while serving a 19 uh, years to life sentence for the murder of Lana Clarkson in 2003. Wow. I, I don't know. seems like something I should know. Uh, I'm going to go with Spectre. Spectre is correct. Oh. Phil Spectre. Good job. The only, the only oh, I was saying Arlen. It's oh, still, that's a, yeah. Last no, name only. Just, <laughs> that was also a joke for the record. Yeah. Okay. The, literally <laughs> the only 60s producer I could think of was Barry Gordy, and I'm pretty sure he's not serving a life sentence for murder. And Sir George Martin. Uh, Who did he do? Nobody the, important. No, yeah, didn't matter. <laughs> Never heard of him. Didn't matter. <laughs> All right, Nick, back to you. Uh, how about news and politics? How about him? And your decade is also the 60s. On February 3rd, 1966, the Luna 9 spacecraft became the first spacecraft to achieve a survivable landing on a celestial body when it landed on the moon. It was sent by what country? Read it again. On February 3rd, 1966, the Luna 9 spacecraft became the first spacecraft to achieve a survivable landing on a celestial body when it landed on the moon. It was sent by what country? 66, I would guess Russia. Or the USSR. USSR is correct. All right. Well, looking at me and looking at Nick, I think the uh, maybe the only thing in the world that I have uh, an edge on is food. So I'll go that way. <laughs> All right. And your decade is the 80s. Name this alcoholic beverage. Uh-oh. Made from, made from wine and fruit juice, often in combination with a carbonated beverage and sugar. Traditionally homemade, they have been bottled and sold by commercial distributors since the early 1980s. With carbonated water and sugar. Well, that is the part that's throwing me off. I don't know about that, but I'm going to go ahead and say uh, blood, or I'm sorry, in Spanish, sangria. Sangria is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? I I need it again because initially the, the thing that came to mind was Bartles and James, so... Uh, read it again. Sure. Name this alcoholic beverage made from wine and fruit juice, often in combination with a carbonated beverage and sugar. Traditionally homemade, they have been bottled and sold by commercial distributors since the early 1980s. Uh, Bartles and James, I would assume, is a example of this. So the only thing that comes to mind would be a wine cooler. Wine cooler is correct. All right. Uh, Nick got the steal, and he gets to pick his category. Uh, uh, yeah. No, no. Uh, toys. I guess we're going toys and games. Toys. I like some toys. 
And it's the 60s. Similar to Mousetrap, what game comes with a pack of cards illustrating step-by-step how to build a Rube Goldberg contraption? The first to wake the sleeper wins. I bet this would make an insane TikTok. Insane TikTok. Uh, uh, wake asleep. Don't wake daddy is the only game that comes to mind. I would think that was the 80s, but it could be the 60s. Don't wake daddy is incorrect. Will, can you steal? I absolutely cannot. I'm going to make up a name for a game and and see where it goes. I'm going to say when I wake up in the morning, the alarm (laughs) clock goes. No, 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 no. I'm going to say alarm (laughs) clock. Ain't the sharpest too uh, alarm clock is close, but incorrect. Uh, this was called the crazy clock game. All right. It was, close. I was that was pretty close. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right. Our first uh, missed question. And we are, I don't know. Where are we? I'm already lost. Ba- uh, Will is decided. Yeah, Will is. Uh, I'm going to give Nick fashion. So you're going with. There slightly. you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's the 80s. A dugout is a cool slang term for what household appliance? For a household appliance, a dugout? Mm-hmm. For a household appliance? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say an air conditioner. Air conditioner is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? Yeah, I thought you were going in a different direction. Appliance doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm going to say a toaster. A toaster? is also incorrect. I was trying to decide between a refrigerator and a freezer, and I couldn't pick between them, so I went with an air conditioner. <laughs> well, you should have stuck with your instinct. I know. The correct answer was refrigerator. Refrigerator? Why is a refrigerator a dugout? And there's no, yeah, there's no reason for it, but he said cool, I mean, a cool name for okay, it. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, that's you're smarter than me in picking up that. I, I guess clearly not. <laughs> I, and I, they used to, like, dig a hole and put, ice blocks in it like underground maybe is that the i don't know uh i stole that question straight from a double dare episode (laughs) (laughs) solid place to farm questions yep yep all right Uh, fashion and it's gonna be the 70s what blanket like cloak with a hole in the center to admit the head originating in south america was all the rage in the 70s even if it wasn't raining a poncho. poncho. You didn't need to add that last clue. Come on, jeez. <laughs> hey, Nick, poncho. what's the letter between C and E? <laughs> poncho is correct. <gasps> All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is the score? Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a runaway for now, uh, but doesn't mean Big Willie style can come back in our round two. Nick has 70 and Will has 10. See, Will, what you forgot to do before this episode was slip John $100 via uh, (laughs) – that that helps significantly. Mm -hmm. See, I was hoping, yeah, you were going to get another root canal like you did last year and be high on pain meds just like last time. It's kind of like your thing during the tournament time, right? Apparently it doesn't matter. (laughs) All right, well, we'll get to pick first in round one. So, Nick, you're going to get to pick for Will here in round two. What category do you want to give him? The fashion. Uh, now we'll get the hard fashion. You're going to get 80s fashion. What footwear was an essential accessory for UK punks and skinheads in the 80s, sometimes paired with miniskirts or full Laura Ashley-style dresses? Stockings. Stockings 
is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? Read it again. What footwear was an oh. essential <laughs> accessory for UK punks and skinheads in the 80s, sometimes paired with miniskirts or full Laura Ashley-style dresses? Doc Martens? Doc Martens is correct. I actually liked yeah. Will's answer there. I'm like, <laughs> oh, stockings are footwear. That could work. That's probably a good answer. It's better than the dumb one I had. <laughs> uh, all right. Will, what category do you want to give to Nick? Slang. Okay. And it's the 70s. Yet another way to say cool in the 70s. You only get what you give according to the new ones. Radical. Radical. <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> you only get what you give. I was trying to think of the next line in the lyric, and then I'm like, oh, no, wait. That's not what he's asking for. <laughs> All right. What category do you want to give to Will, Nick? Uh, let's go with toys and games. And it's the 80s. We can't believe we haven't gotten a 50s or a 2000s yet. In the 1986 Konami game Castlevania, what is the name of the character that players control while adventuring through Dracula's castle. Van Helsing. Van Helsing is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? Uh, last name only, Belmont. But if you want both, it's Simon Belmont. Simon Belmont is correct. No idea. Never played any of those games. Are they any good? They're super hard. The um, You start off the game with a whip is the only weapon you have. But the the like hitbox, the pixels of the whip is only like two pixels in front of your person. So it's really the range on the weapon. It's one of the things that you can increase over time. Uh, but it is super hard. And then the jumping is terrible. Um, it's one of those games that I never got past like level four ever. Uh, that being said, story wise, it was one of the better games of the 80s. Cool. Very cool. All right. Uh, Nick, I believe you were picking for Will. Uh, no, no, I just picked toys and games for him. That was a steal. Okay. Food. Right. And it's the 90s. Launched in 1998, what chain restaurant featured studio grills for eating and screening rooms for watching sports? Da-na-na, da-na-na. ESPN. I'm going to need you to be more specific. Oh, it's just a no. The it's not ES a, that's no. <laughs> the ESPN zone. ESPN zone is correct. <laughs> that's not a more specific. ESPN zone is not a more specific of ESPN. <laughs> I think for the rest of the game, I'm just going to try to give the most ridiculous version of a right answer if I can pull it up just to blow, just to make yeah, Will. Blood I'm looking for the first ever rage quit in the history of TTT. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Nick, I believe now you are picking for. Uh, uh, yep. Right. Uh, let's go with news and politics. Okay. And it's the 2000s. One week after the September 11 terrorist attacks. Letters containing what substance were mailed to several news media offices and to the Democratic senators Tom Daschle and Patrick Leahy, killing five people and infecting 17 others? Something harmful. Oh, do I need to I'm be more specific? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. 
something white and powdery but harmful. Oh, do I need to be more specific? I'm going to say anthrax. <laughs> anthrax is correct. See, I was going to go with Metallica and see if they were going to ask me to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Adam, where are we? Will's choice. Uh, Will is picking. Yeah, Will's picking for Nick. All right. Literature. Yeah. Saying it correctly. Literature. All the bonus points. And it is also the 2000s. What 2006 post-apocalyptic novel by Cormac McCarthy details the grueling journey of a father and his young son over the period of several months across a landscape blasted by an unspecified cataclysm that has destroyed civilization? So he spoke at a uh, at a graduation ceremony that I went to, uh, and he speaks like he writes without punctuation or pause. Uh, <laughs> I believe the answer is the road. The road is correct. All right, Nick. Uh, let's see what do we got left. We got movies. Let's music, go with music. TV, music. All right, music for Will. Oh, dice got stuck. It's the seventies. All right. This is a finish the lyric question. I'm going to read the lyrics of a 1970s song, and you must give me the last four words. Ten soldiers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on our own. This summer, I hear the drumming. Well, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to say, bad to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Because it at least fits the rhyming scheme. Yeah. (laughs) That it does. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? Say it again. Ten soldiers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on our own. This summer, I hear the drumming. We're finally on our own is something that's vaguely tickling the back corner of my brain. Uh, Something, something, something home. Um... (laughs) Is that your official guess? No. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, it's time to come home. That's five words. You said four words, right? I did. Yes. Um, we're going to be home. We're going to be home. We're going to be home is incorrect, Adam. I know you know this one. I do because we talked about it on our awesome other show, Blast From Our Past. Uh, and the actually one I think you kind of introduced me to. Mm-hmm. The f- next lyrics are Four Dead in Ohio. It is uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song, Ohio. Yeah, that is correct. Now, although if you do, I, I've got a good good thought process for this. If you do uh, do that again and you can get like a 2010s finish the lyric, I think you should go with Rap God. And you should just, you know, I need the next 97 words of the... Uh, <laughs> I've I don't know that. Never one. even heard that song. Never heard that. You should look it up. Nope. Look up the uh, cover by the Australian woman. It's amazing. Yeah. It's Eminem. It's it's oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh Will, I believe you were picking for Nick. And we've got movies, TV, and, and sports. And sports left. Well, I think this is uh this is kind of an easy choice for me because the only thing that will make this experience even worse is to give him the Saved by the Bell question that is in there. <laughs> so I'm going to say TV. Only if I get right. it right. <laughs> yeah. See if we have an 80s coming. And it's the 80s. Yes, so here, we go. here we go. Like... <laughs> the Cartoon Mask is a special task force who operate transforming armored vehicles in their ongoing battle against the criminal organization of Venom. 
with an emphasis on super-powered helmets, called masks, worn by the characters of both fashions. What does mask stand for? Eric Stoltz. No. Uh, <laughs> um, I got that reference. Uh, you didn't get that, Adam? No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Um, I had the, the, the commander who parked like the helicopter inside of the RV. That was one of them. I had it's mo, uh, mobile army surgical uh, hospital, surgical hospital. Yeah. Mash, <laughs> uh, mobile, uh, mobile automobile mask, autonomous mask, M A S K, uh, K no pass. <laughs> I'm not even going to venture right. a guess. Will, can you steal? You know what? I'm embarrassed to say that I can't. I, I like mask a lot, but I do not remember what it stands for. Um, I, I know that uh, the, the leader of the good guys is Matt Tracker, and I know that he's mm -hmm. got his uh, his semi-truck. Um, I know there's Thunderhawk, and I know, yeah, I, there's a lot of them. They're cool little vehicles. I'm trying to come up with the... Uh, the S. Oh, Eric! Did Eric Stoltz play Mask yes. in the Share yes. movie? <laughs> oh, I got, got it. All right, so Nick, I got a question for you. Yeah, this a little bit off topic, but uh, my question for you is: How do you get Adam to laugh on a Thursday? Ow. Tell him a joke on Monday. <laughs> oh, woo. then I'll get it eventually. <laughs> All right. What was your official answer, or did you give one? I haven't given it yet. I'm trying to come up with the. Uh, the the acronym that I'm going with, uh, I think I think the K is a trick, uh, but I'm going to say Mobile Army Stealth Command, and Command has a K. Mobile Army Stealth Command is so close. I know it's close. I know it's not right. Uh, Adam, help him out. I think it's. Is it Mobile Armored Strike Command? Mobile Armored Strike Command. Yeah. Okay. That was going to be a tough question. Why don't you just ask what the K stands for? Right, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was I never would have gotten that. Because I'm not nice. All right. Uh, we've got movies and sports uh, left. Let's give him sports. Okay. And it's the 2000s. At the 2002 Men's World Cup. Team USA achieved its first single elimination victory for the U.S. in World Cup history after it beat what country 2-0? to zero. Can we get a real sports question? So here's here's my suggestion. I say, Will, in this question, we're taking over this show. I, don't, I, yeah. I say that for this question and this question only, we go back and forth until one of us gets it right. <laughs> So this, you said this was an elimination round, right? Yes, single so this, elimination. So this is a team that had to get through their group stage. Um, man, I'm going to say Chile. Chile is incorrect. Nick, can you steal? Uh, I'm going to go with Portugal. Portugal is also incorrect. No right. way. All right. Wilson, I'm going to go with uh, Russia. Not Russia. All right, um, let's let's go uh, Tanzania. No Tanzania. Japan. Well, it's a good <laughs> no. guess. No. No. Uh, Croatia. Nope. Korea, and I'm not being more specific. 
<laughs> no. And no. Uh, <laughs> um, let, well, uh, let's see. Uh, Spain. Nope, not Spain. You guys get one more. I'm not doing this all day. <laughs> one more and only one more. I will say yep. Asia. <laughs> no. Oh. oh uh, <laughs> Eastern Hemisphere. No. Oh. <laughs> Adam, do you- is it? Is it? I I can't remember exactly, but I think it's like either Guatemala, Costa Rica, or Honduras. Those are all mm-hmm. Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> None of those. Uh, it is Mexico. Oh, that oh, was my next guess. I was very close. <laughs> oh. All right, let's finish out on in movies. <laughs> in movies for Nick, and it's the seventies. Ben is a 1972 American drama thriller sequel about a lonely boy named Danny Garrison who befriends the original films, the original film characters former pet named ben what animal is ben creepy ass movie uh, ben was a rat ben was the pet in the movie willard and it was a rat it's one of those movies that's burned into my brain as do not ever watch this again all right that is the end of round two adam i uh, i hate to ask but what is the score i have some good news will was able to double his score from the first round uh, but unfortunately, that only leaves him with 20, while Nick has 130. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's see if we can at least kind of have some fun and enjoy ourselves in this final round. Uh, Nick, you could make TTT mm-hmm. history if you doubled up and got the highest score of anyone, at least in this tournament, if not ever. I think, I think it would be ever. Eric Ede, I believe, holds the record with like 220 or 240. Uh, if you doubled up, Nikki, you would absolutely take it. You could stand atop the mountain. Where, where? Just so you know, Nick, I'm going to bet everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's and, fair. And the reason I'm doing that is so that if you bet it all and lose, then we're then we go to a tiebreaker, and you still probably win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm giving you that out. Fair. Uh, all right, uh, Nick. What category would you like to put into the final round? Uh, let's go with movies. Okay. And it's going to be the 2000s. All right. And Will. Could you possibly have three sports questions that I would miss? I don't think you could. I'm going to say sports. All right. All right. What cricket match? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally have a 50s question. All right. So, gentlemen, based on 2000s movies and 50s sports, we're bookending this one. Uh, go ahead and write down your bids. All right, I'm I'm locked in. I locked in before you told us the category. Right, yeah, he's, he's doubling up. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start off in 2000s movie. What 2001 film by Hayao Miyazaki won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature at the 75th Academy Awards, making it the first and to date only hand-drawn and non-English language animated film to win the award and your 50s sports question from january 19th to the 22nd in 1950 what women's sports organization held its inaugural tournament at the palmacia country club in tampa florida all right uh, everybody out there i want y'all to check out bfopnetwork.com that's b-f-o-p network.com to check out some awesome nostalgic trivia 
shows. We have uh, all kinds of stuff that you would like. There's a show about horror. There's a show about uh, podcast about cult movies. We've got uh, everything in between. Uh, so, guys, make sure you check out BeefOpNetwork.com. And I believe, if not by the time this episode airs, around that time, I uh, believe we're going to have a, a certain Mr. Dennison on as a guest. Yes, we are. Talking one of his favorite things. Uh, Will is going to join us for a top 10 Beatles songs episode. I'm very curious. He loves his ranking. He was ranking Beatles, Beatles albums uh, a little while ago, but now he's got to dive in a little deeper for his favorite Beatles songs. Okay. All right. Nick, you ready? Yeah. No, I'm good. All right. Well, let's find out uh, how you guys did. Will, what were your answers to the questions? Uh, my my answers were that I do not know um, this. Uh, I, I I've never heard of of that person, and I couldn't think of what I assume is a Japanese uh, hand drawn uh, cartoon animated movie. So I said, uh, "Hello Kitty Reloaded." <laughs> it's a solid film. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it was still good. Well, uh, old people always say that, but we all know <laughs> the uh, the the Star Wars prequels are the best. It was it was still better than Hello Kitty Resurrection. <laughs> uh, for the for the sports question, I said the LPGA. All right, and Nick, uh, the Miyazaki film I think was Spirited Away. Uh, I just recently did a Oscar winning movies picture round uh, and included that on it. Um, and then the uh, you know women's event at a country club. It's either the LPGA or tennis, uh, and I went with LPGA. All right, well, let's find out the answers. We'll start with sports. Uh, the women's organization that held its inaugural event in Tampa, Florida, was the LPGA. And for movies, the 2001 film by Miyazaki was Spirited Away. All right. So, not too much drama heading out here, but let's go ahead and find out what our final score is going to be and if history was possibly made. Uh, Will, oh. I, I'm assuming you bet it all. Well, first of all, um, actually, uh, my audio cut out while you were giving those answers. Is that the truth for anyone else or no? No, I heard it. I heard okay. it. Um, I actually think both of us missed it because LPGA is not correct. It's the Ladies Professional Golf Association. So I think both sides missed their wager as a result of that. And, and that, I mean, it's a universal rule. It is by definition fair. Uh, yes, I, I bet 20. All right. And Nick? Uh, I, I didn't know what I, I, I thought Will might go with some trickery here. Uh, so I ended up going with 129 just in case. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, Adam, tell us what our final score is. History has been made today. Eric, Eat, if you're listening, you are no longer the top player in throwback trivia takedown history we have a new man with the highest score of all time it is nick groves with 259 uh winning today against will dennison with the goose egg all right gentlemen um a good game a hilarious <laughs> game to boot <laughs> i was guess the the if it makes you feel any better will uh i'm not happy about this win <laughs> Well, Nick not being happy usually does make things better for me, but in this case, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really make up for it. But it is what it is. This is well, honestly, it, it I submitted my bracket uh, prior when the seedings came out. I submitted my bracket, and this is yet again another wrong choice that I made. 
I told you that when you did it. <laughs> uh, Adam, who is Nick going to be going on to play? Uh, Nick is taking on a very difficult opponent when he goes against Dan Lumberg in the. So next what round. I'd like to do against Dan Lumberg, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you your hundred dollars in a minute. Uh, but what what I want to do is take this game specifically and just add those questions into next game. Uh, and you'd still probably. I did miss a question, therefore I'm not going to do yeah. as well as. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Uh, I hate to see you go because we always love having you on here. Unfortunately, love watching you end. leave, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of your uh, tournament run. Uh, any uh, final parting words for us? Well, just two. Uh, number one, I'm, I'm disappointed but proud to be the sacrificial lamb in Nick's road to glory. Uh, Nick, <laughs> I love you. You know how much I love you. Uh, congratulations. Um, I do think this pathetic performance does warrant an actual All Saved by the Bell episode, and I would love to take part in that. Um, but that said, uh, as, a, as a way out, I do strongly want to encourage everybody listening to log into Patreon, create an account if you need to, and throw some money to the Spees Boys. Um, they put their own time, their own money into making content to educate and entertain you. Obviously, you've enjoyed it. You've spent the last 45 minutes listening to this you've laughed you've loved it and you could go without one cup of coffee in a month and send five bucks to throwback trivia takedown plus if you do that the tournament next year is going to be at least two or three years long so it'll make them do more work which is funny so do that (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's getting out of hand (laughs) absolutely uh, thank you, Will. You, you've always been one of our biggest supporters, and we absolutely love having you uh, on whenever we can get you. All right. Well, that's Adam, and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.